The mermaid asks Link to retrieve her lost necklace that was taken away by the waves. In the Japanese, French, and German versions of Link's Awakening and Link's Awakening DX, Link instead has to find her lost bikini top. This was likely deemed too racy and changed in the North American version. Oh, Jesus Christ. Party on, Link. Hey, listen! <laughs> How'd I do? Uh, I think we could pitch it a bit higher. Hey, listen! Maybe more hey, shrill. listen! It's another episode of Margaret Thatcher 10 Plus by the law-hopping, tree-chopping, moblin-mopping podcast where we dive into the ancient mysteries of games, books, films, and more. I'm James Law, the hero of time, oregano, and maybe coriander if there's any in the cupboard. And I'm joined by my co-host, Joel Franey, wandering traveller and owner of the lesser-known Triforce of Cowardice. As you might have figured out already, the subject today is The Legend of Zelda, the iconic franchise that the princess herself is only featured in about 20% of at most. Regardless, Joel went snooping through the Zelda wikis to see what he could find in the internet's dustiest treasure chests. No, 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 no. Yeah. Weird Zelda, thing, that uh, played every time I, I opened a page on any of the wikis. <laughs> it's re- got really annoying. Speaking of which, I used a couple of wikis for this. I used uh, the official Zelda fandom wiki and uh, ZeldaDungeon.net. Uh, I've used ZeldaDungeon.net for help for help on Zelda dungeons during Zelda games, I believe. Yeah, it's pretty good for that. So we were talking before this, and you've played a few Zelda games? Yeah, so I played... My first one was Phantom Hourglass on the N- Nintendo DS, because I was a big big DS boy back in the day. I've watched some people play Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. I've watched people play the like very first Zelda and uh, Adventure of Link, which is a bit of a... Mm. Weird one in, in in the grand scheme of things. Um, yeah. <laughs> at, same with the link to the past. Um, I have played myself, as I mentioned, Phantom Hourglass, um, Link Between Worlds, which is a brilliant game. I love it, and and that is a link, uh, and also uh, Breath of the Wild, which is also bloody fantastic. Um, yeah, there's a lot of high points in the series. There's also yeah. a bit of garbage. I, uh, I don't think I've played any of the garbage. Do people consider Adventure Link garbage? I I think it's a controversial choice at best. I think yeah. I think so it's, I, 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 I don't think it it's bad. Cool. I, I think it's just kind of the freak of the series. It's, yeah, it's a bit like the black sheep of the family. Like he, they're they're out there. Like the music's good. I remember thinking the music vibes. And and um, for some reasons, uh, for some reason, Nintendo are remaking Skyward Sword, which is oh, a lot of people don't like that one. It's just not very good. Well, I don't once get... again, though, the music slaps. The Grusis theme goes so hard, man. I I agree, but they that got doesn't... Like, a trombone in there that it like they like sliding up and down like. It's brilliant. As a as a you know as a CD, I'm sure it'd be fine. As an actual <laughs> gaming experience, it's pretty intolerable yeah. because. Okay, well, I haven't played it, but. Well, it was it was the I've heard bad things. It was the Wii thing of wave the controller Emotion to plus. wave the sword. But it meant that every enemy has the same solution on how to beat, which is just what angle yeah. do you slash them from. And then, you know, and it's never hard. It's like, hey, this guy's holding a shield with a massive crack in the left-hand side. <laughs> Gee, I wonder if I could yeah. solve this puzzle. You hit it once, and then you go, and swing the thing around as much as possible <laughs> just to slash him up. Yeah, It's just kind of a nightmare, and also... I feel like it works in Wii Sports Resort, because you're fighting, you're sword fighting a mate with the same limitations. Yeah. But in uh, in Zelda, where every enemy is going to be the same, it's 
So how are they remaking it then? Do you have to do that this time or not? You there? I gather there's two options. You can do that, or you can do what I think is an equally horrible option, but in a different way, which is where you... I gather you hold down a button and use the analog stick to choose the kind of line direction that you slash in, like you oh. turn, which is not a great solution to the problem. It's not. However, what I do, what I am thinking about right now is in Fight Night Champion, there was an <laughs> option where you could press the buttons to punch or you could use the analog stick to punch at certain angles. And I gen- I genuinely did find myself doing that to like you know get through my opponent's defenses, and it kind of felt quite intuitive. So maybe I, I guarantee Nintendo will not. Have... <laughs> you know, I mean, there's just a limit to what you can do when you're remaking a not very fun game. It also doesn't yeah, help fair. that you have fee in your ear every three seconds going. Link, there is a seventy-eight percent chance that this dialogue will annoy you, and you're going, "No, <laughs> please go away." They keep doing that, though, don't they? They have they have Fee, they have Navi, like... Uh, it's a recurring thing. Mario does it as well in a lot of games, so there's always, like, a little sprite like character. Having a go at you. Or just, a like, a character who kind of floats around you and goes, oh, Mario, remember to do this? And I go, I know, go away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's the, that's the risk you take when playing uh, games for children. But then again, children aren't going to give a shit about what Fee has to say. No, no, they don't. And also, Fee would just break in to tell you stuff that was just insultingly obvious at times. Okay. What, like, Link? There'd there be a monster with a big glowing eye on its face, and she'd appear go, Link, <laughs> call me crazy for suggesting this, but there is an 85% chance that the glowing <laughs> eye is a weak point. you Fee, fuck off. Thank you very much, friend, but we got this. Yeah, okay. The thing is, Fee is uh, at the very beginning of the Zelda timeline, because there is a kind of an oddity going on here. Nintendo made a bunch of Zelda games and was kind of vague about how they all linked together. Ha ha. Uh, right, yeah, so I, I do remember watching some YouTube videos of, like, a weird timeline with, like, branching off points. Yeah, where, like... it's it's sort of a nightmare. I've got it in front of me. So the games are just a single in-order narrative until you get to Ocarina of Time. Right. And then you have Old Link and Young Link and it, like it's, Dead Link as well? Well, it splits into three timelines depending on how that story resolves, which is a weird thing because that story resolves the same way no matter how you play it in the game. But then they go, right. oh no, there's two endings that you never saw, so fuck it. Yeah, like there's the, was the ending where Ganon wins or something. There, there's one where Ganon wins, there's one where Link wins and is a child, and one where Link wins and in, is an adult. I don't see so how... So what happens in the actual game? He wins and he's a child? Yeah. And well, then you get Majora's Mask. Well, here's the thing. Nintendo and fans <laughs> will go, oh, well, they're all equally valid. And you go, no, they're not. Ocarina ends in a very specific way. That one happened, yeah. But the first game, chronologically, is Skyward Sword, which explains how they all tie together, which I I didn't really think was necessary, to be honest. Because that game focuses on... It's the earliest one in the Zelda timeline. Yeah. And focuses on uh, a young Link and a young Zelda fighting the demon demise. Yes, big, big horrible monster with big toes no 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 I remember, no. I remember watching it and it's it, no that's not oh demise. wait no, oh, that's the imprisoned or something yeah so. it's just some generic blob monster and okay, well i like it's big silly toes d- d- yeah. demise is a more kind of 
he's the embodiment of all evil. But at the oh. end, Link defeats him and Tobias is again banished to a realm rather than actually being defeated. Well, but but screams as he's going in, an incarnation of my rage will always reappear to torment the hero and the princess and also appear as a playable character in Smash Brothers. <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs> and that's, that's Ganon. Ganon. I will always be bottom tier in Smash. <laughs> Ganon is the incarnation, is like the curse that Demise puts on the other two. So the series is about reincarnation. Zelda right. and Link reincarnate, and Ganon reappears reincarnating as well, because he's got an axe to grind against them. Yeah, um, because so everyone is like not necessarily a direct descendant, but like the I... hero of time of this era. Yeah, there's a few exceptions. Um, like Majora's Mask is a direct sequel. That's the same guy to Ocarina. It's the same link in both of is them. Is the same with like um, like Wind Waker? Is that the same guy as Phantom Hourglass? Yes, I believe so. So there's some continuity between them, but generally, yeah, like you know, it. It's... I mean, it gives them the opportunity every time they make a game for you to like be like. Oh, I'm the hero. Here's how to swing a sword. Well, like, yeah, and this is one of the reasons why I like Wind Waker because it's kind of vague about whether that Link is actually a reincarnation or not. I like um, when he when he holds up the uh, the like green outfit and he's just like frowning because he yeah. hates it. <laughs> yeah, because his grandma gets him to wear it because it's become like a rite of passage, and he's going. <laughs> and he like just looks like a silly little elf, and he's like, "What am I doing? This but, sucks." But you wear it for the rest of the game, and people keep assuming you are the hero of time because <laughs> because you're saving everyone and you're dressing in the outfit. So everyone goes, "Oh, okay." Like clearly, you're just the hero of time cosplayer who actually is just quite good at fighting. Well, yeah, and in the new game plus. You can do it that you don't get the outfit, and Link spends the whole thing in his like lobster pattern pajamas, uh, <laughs> rather than the green. And no one oh, assumes lovely. that you're the hero of time. Everyone keeps well, being. I just assume like, you're some guy on an errand. Yeah, everyone just keeps waiting for him to show up, even though you're like, no, I can help. <laughs> I love that as an as an alternative. Oh, that's good. But maybe you're not chosen. Maybe you're just someone who was like, you know what? I'm going to help out because that's the right thing to do. Yeah, well, your sister gets kidnapped or something, right? And then yeah, she's stolen know. by a big bird working for Ganon. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to help out with these pirates as well." And and in the in the end of that story, you drive a sword into Ganon's fucking head and kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal, isn't it? And he turns to stone, going. Argh. Also, in that in that story, uh, in that story, isn't the 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 pirate girl is like really cool and like a. Like a character yes. that has, you know, motivations and, and stuff. Then and then she reincarnates as Zelda and all personality just dribbles out of her <laughs> She's ear. She's like, Link! <laughs> yeah. It's I'm going to stand here for another several weeks. It's really kind of shocking how suddenly she's unimproved by her remembering who she is. Yeah. Like, Tetra's this badass, like, pirate captain with a like sense a of, of humour and a personality. Kid, like, and you know, good vibes. There's like a great joke near the beginning where they need to get you to an island so she just shoves you into a cannon. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. And like, Link's like, whoa, what the fuck, man? Yeah, they've both got a ton of personality and then Tetra reincarnates into Zelda and suddenly she's the and most boring, boring character in that game. Yeah. Well, I, do, I, do, I actually do really like that Link because like, his face is so ex- like Link is a blank slate most of the time, but his face it, in t- in tune form is so expressive. He's so expressed. Like he's a he's an actual character in that one. I kind of yeah. love it. Like he's not. I just don't. The... I can't think of any other incarnation of Link that 
matters in, in like in that way like no, you're not... just an avatar a silent protagonist pretty and much that's fine, but, like... but that one you can all... i love that when you press against the wall in wind waker he gets this really sneaky look on his face and you can almost <laughs> yeah. hear, hear him hovering in his head do 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 <laughs> He's like, I'm the sneaky boy now. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> As he should be. He's, right. he's enjoying it, and I appreciate it. He's, he's enjoying it because he's not really the hero of time. He's just some guy. Well, I think he. it's left a little bit ambiguous, and I'm sure if I asked someone at Nintendo, they go, no, of course he is. But I almost prefer that he's not, because that gives him more yeah. character. Hey, the hero didn't, of be. time didn't show up. I'm choosing to do this, rather than yeah. the universe choosing me. Which is and also, a... my grandma has the outfit. <laughs> yeah. Grandma's the outfit and also, like, guilt trips the fuck out of you. <laughs> Grandma's just a big fan. Oh, yeah, doesn't she, like, the whole time be like, you never visit me, I'm gonna die soon. A little bit. She also makes a soup that's, like, the most powerful potion in the game, which is a bit strange. Oh, shit. She's got that, <laughs> she's got that gear on you. But uh, so much of Zelda centers around the Triforce. Mm, yeah, so you got wisdom, courage, and power. Yes, Zelda has courage. No, Zelda has uh, wisdom... Uh, Link has courage and Ganon has power. I, I'm not actually clear on what, what they do, well, to be honest. Well, not much, I don't think. They just tend to represent certain things and grant very specific powers individually. So, right, so Ganondorf has the, th- the uh, Ganon has the Triforce of Power and that makes him have power. That, that gives him like the magic that we see him use in a lot of cases. Yeah. And I think the reason Zelda can create the light arrows is because she's wisdom based. Uh, right. And, and I and think. Link has courage and that makes him courageous. I think that gives him the Master Sword. I think. Oh, yeah. Like it be- makes him worthy. Because of Link out being out. an incarnate. Like a reincarnation. Zelda is the reincarnation of the goddess Hylia in mortal form. Of course, yes. And the first time Hylia reincarnated, she went, oh shit, I'm vulnerable now that I'm mortal, and created like a chosen hero to defend her. And that was yeah the first. okay. I remember that from Breath of the Wild, like the flashbacks. That, that was the first link that she was. Um... Oh, okay. So that was that was the like original goddess Hylia, who's like, is that the one who was like, oh shit, I'm vulnerable. I better. Yeah, yeah um, the first link helped her fight demise and um, kept her safe, and a bunch of other. Oh, is that stuff. a different link to Skyward Sword Link? Uh, even the Skyward Sword one isn't the first one. It's because uh, demise oh. is coming back. Like, we've never... I think there's a manga about... So is Breath of the Wild before all of it, then? No, Skyward Sword's the first one. But the the Skyward Sword Link comes after the Breath of the Wild Link? No, I don't think he does. Or the Breath of the Wild Zelda? Don't think so. If if the Breath of the Wild guy's the first ever Link... No, no, he's not. Oh, okay, I misheard the end, sorry. (laughs) No, 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 Uh, Skyward Sword (laughs) is the first one. Um, right. But there, but there is an implied uh, Link and Zelda before that who we never see except in a manga. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. It's, that makes uh, sense. But to get back to the uh, Triforce, yes, Triforce's Triforce. function is to grant wishes. And this is where right. it gets a bit weird because there's four gods in Zelda that I can, as I know it, Din, Nehru, and Feyror made the land. and then I've me- heard of Din... And Nehru. Yeah, they kind of get name dropped a lot. Like, yeah, like Din's fire is like yeah. a, is like Zelda's fire attack in Smash. So they created Hyrule and then turned to this other god, Hy- Hylia, and was like, "Right, you run it. We're leaving." <laughs> they also cr- that, that's the case in a lot of religions. Like in, I think in, um, I can't remember which religion it is, but there's like the creator, the preserver, and the destroyer. And the creator just rocks up, creates things, and then does fuck all else. Well, in this case, there's uh, 
There's three creators. There's three creators, and they're all they all just sack it off yeah. after, after they after they find Hillier. They also gave the, they also created the Triforce or Ultimate Power, which basically right. grants wishes when all three pieces come together. Okay, but gods can't use them, which is the reason that Hillier reincarnated as Zelda because she wanted to. She wanted to make wishes. I think it's implied her first one was to uh, fuck up demise. That, okay. like, Demise was attacking and she went, oh shit, I'm going to need to use the Triforce. Oh shit, I can't. I need but to. She's a god. Can't yeah, I, I guess it. A lot of this I... stuff has that, like, fabled mystic thing of because we yeah. say so. Demise is very powerful and she needs to, like, change the game. Yeah, pretty, defeat it. pretty defeat much. It. Very basically. But frankly, I think that all the like legendary mythic stuff, I find it's the least interesting part of Zelda games. Mm. Yeah, like I never really give that much of a shit about like. Nah, it's about the little stories. It's about you know yeah. people you meet, and bearing that it's in about mind, that, like in Breath of the Wild, there's that guy, there's that bird who plays the accordion. Yes, I like him. Or in Breath of the Wild, there's that one guy that wants to marry an underage mermaid, which is very uncomfortable. <laughs> What I've not met that guy. I don't think I want to. <laughs> yeah, he is a quest about basically he wants you to set him up with one of the uh, the Zora, who's like the child model, even and oh, he's an dear. adult. Oh, I do remember that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of hard to watch. Real wronging. Uh, what? Do you actually help him? I mean, that is the quest. Oh God, I'd sat that one off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I did it basically as a point of surely they're gonna turn this around and something's no you just help him out oh good you're welcome buddy i don't know if this is one of those things that doesn't translate well between nations or if there's maybe just, not or if there's just a writer <laughs> at nintendo who maybe needs to get you know put on some sort of list mm, potentially but i think the best uh, allegedly story, sorry allegedly i think the best stories come from majora's mask mm, that's the one with the big scary moon face hell yeah i will talk about the moon momentarily but majora's mask has I think something very interesting. There's a lot of enemies in it, and a very specific enemy. There are aliens. Aliens, like from space. Yes, though they're not like from a... like the human, the human understanding of a, like a little green man. Well, they look like sort of purple figures in hoods, right? But it is the creepiest fucking thing, and I say that about Majora's Mask, a game that loves being creepy. Yeah, it is, isn't it? So. The, the, it's also made pretty clear that the characters don't really understand that they are aliens. They just think they're weird guys. They're referred to as ghosts or ominously as them, like Ooh. capitalized. Oh, crikey. Because one of the little girls who runs the, the milk farm, uh, Romani, says that there are these strange spirits that come every year to abduct their cows. Uh, she describes them what? as... They look a bit like the pose, but... They appear in, like, a structure with a sort of beam of light coming down from the centre and try and abduct the cows. Oh, God. So it's made doing that. So it's made pretty clear that they are actual aliens. <laughs> they, like, take them to space. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a thing that you get in, like, you know, stories of aliens in sort of rural areas, isn't it? Like, they abduct cattle or they yeah. take things and... Uh, they make those little circles in the... In the- in the wheat. Yeah, and interestingly, uh, you can actually help the girl defend the farm. Uh, from Against the... aliens. Yeah, but if you don't, they fucking brainwash her. Oh, well, and she becomes, she's like, 
you must obey them. She becomes like a servant to the aliens. If you miss the chance to save them, the next day... So the girl disappears. She comes back the next day and does not remember them while also being like catatonic and occasionally thrashing and grabbing her head. Oh my god. It's so dark. That's so fucked. (laughs) It's really, it's really grim. And over the course of like, the timeline, you see her kind of starting to get her memories back, but it's an incredibly bleak thing to happen. Yeah. And the well, isn't it- that also like in Majora's Mask, like you can just ruin people's lives by not doing their thing? Well, technically, because Majora's Mask is in a set, like time is burning up all- as you go. Yeah, it's like and- three days or something. Yeah, you have three days, and if you don't, if you haven't stopped the moon from crashing into the earth, the three days reset, and everything you've done is undone. But there isn't enough time in in a single loop to fix everything. So you have to leave some people to just. Oh well, yeah, fucked. pretty much. I remember reading about this. Um, like, there's like someone who wants to reunite with his wife or something, and you have to do that right at the end of the loop. But if you do that, then you can't. Yeah. You can't like save the moon or something. That, some, something, like, something like that. That game has a lot of kind of dark qualities to it. Some very implicit, some very explicit. Yeah, I mean, the alien God, thing I, is probably the most dark uh, aspect <laughs> yeah. I've seen in a Zelda Brainwashing game. small children. I, I, I want to play it. I just don't think I would enjoy the actual playing of the game, which is a bit of an issue. That's fair. But yeah, they're, the aliens are referred to as ghosts by the girl, but it's made pretty clear that they're just called that because that's the closest comparison she has for them. Yeah, she doesn't know what an alien is. Yeah, no no one does. Um, Yeah. But uh, Majora's Mask, as we mentioned, also features the moon, the giant scary face moon. Yes, big face. Which I encourage people who don't know what it looks like to look it up because the moon in that has a giant face on the front the expression of which can best be summarised as <laughs> well, like, teeth, teeth gritted, eyes wide, mouth stretched in a sort of horrible, like, angry grimace. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to know, because considering I was going through the wiki, why does it look like that? Um, <laughs> because the assumption is... Oh, because the villain is using magic to make the moon smash into the world. That's an effect of the magic that it gains this oh, kind is of... Oh, is that not just the moon? It's not like a natural disaster. It's a villain making that. Yeah, happen. the skull kid using the magic of Majora's Mask. His plan is to make oh. the, the moon smash into the earth. But I assume that's why the moon had that face. It Nope, it just looks like that. It's just what the moon looks like. So like on a normal day... Their moon just looks like that. Yeah. But now it's closer than before. Yeah. And it is quite creepy over the course of that game. As the timeline and the days like burn up, you keep looking upwards and the moon is getting closer and closer. And on the evening of the third day, it takes up the whole sky. It's just the giant face from horizon (laughs) to horizon looking down at you. God, that's horrid. It's really scary, man. God. Uh, to be fair, like, I guess it's not as scary if you just live there and that's just what your what your moon looks like. They do seem to have adapted to it, which I'm not sure is is good. Are they there just like chilling like, oh, the moon's the moon looks bigger than before? Or do they well, know they, they're about to die? They don't see I think they near the end they start going, uh, what's going on? Near the as the as you sort of end the third day, they start to realise something has happened, but they don't realise the world needs saving until things start getting really fucked. Oh god. Um the moon actually gets a voice at one point. Uh 
because Majora's Mask is an evil, like, mask with a spirit inside it that's using a kid to, like, perform this magic and make the moon kill everyone. And then at the end, when you beat Skull Kid, Majora's Mask, of its own accord, kind of leaves him and then possesses the moon itself. Oh! And we hear the moon's voice, and it simply says, I shall consume, consume, consume everything. (laughs) Which, from that face, is fucking terrifying. <laughs> how, how does that, how does that track? I, I, is, is this after you defeat the Skull Kid and the Mask, and then this random is the spirit like? Well, is the spirit Ganon, or is it just it, some random spirit? Majora's Mask is itself just a sentient thing with like evil living inside it. So at the beginning Brilliant. of that game. Skull Kid is, like, an injured and rejected kid who, like, everyone treats kind of like a freak. And he finds Majora's Mask, and it kind of speaks to those uh, dark impulses in him. Because he's not actually bad, but the mask kind of corrupts him. Oh, right. And sort of convinces him to to use its magic to destroy everything. And then at the end, you, you beat Skull Kid and free the mask, like, free him from the mask. But at that point, the moon is close enough that the mask is just like, well, I'll just take control of that directly now. Yeah, well, why did he bother going through the Skull Kid? Initially? I think the moon is too far away, but because it's like... Oh, now he's... he's because it's it like in. 30 feet up <laughs> at the end of the third day, the mask's just like, oh, I'll just throw myself up there and there we go. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Horrifying mess. Finally, the two truths and a lie, I'd like to talk about the true hero of the series and a character who was introduced in... Majora's Mask. Tingle! Tingle! Oh god! He had his own game! Tingle's freshly picked Rupee Land or something. <laughs> I can't believe you know of that. I really... <laughs> I, you know, I nearly made that one of my points on uh, Two Truths and a Lie. I, 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 it was, I, I used to subscribe to Official Nintendo Magazine and they reviewed it and they were like, it's weird. <laughs> well, that is Tingle for you. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. He like, sells you maps and stuff, doesn't he? He is the map seller in the first one. Um, and he's a horrible-looking man. Well, yeah, Tingle is a 35-year-old man uh, who claims to be the reincarnation of a fairy, though everyone makes it really clear that he probably isn't. He's just a very weird man. In Majora's Mask, you can meet his dad, who what? who is clearly like disappointed by his son, <laughs> <laughs> and still refers to him as a child, despite the fact that he's 35. <laughs> oh god, is, is he canonically specifically 35? He is in Majora's Mask. It may change in his other games. But what it sticks with me is that that must mean that Tingle is reincarnating as well. Oh god, yeah. So maybe he is. If he's not a reincarnation of the fairy, he's a reincarnation of the essence of Tingle. I want N- Nintendo to address this. Like, why Tingle keeps coming back? Maybe, maybe he he's owned, the same guy. Maybe he owns a secret like piece of the Triforce as well. Oh god, yeah. The Triforce of maps. Triforce of, yeah, Triforce of maps. It's a vital part exactly. of every game. Don't knock it. To be fair, you do need a map. Underrated. But I was going to do Tingle facts for Two Truths and a Lie. That being said, I do want to address something first, because Tingle has been a controversial character. And in 2004, IGN staff launched a Die Tingle Die campaign. (laughs) That you can still find online. It's a collective kind of effort from the editors of IGN to... Essentially beg that Tingle never get added to another game ever. Oh, wow. That didn't work then, did it? 
No, not really. Uh, In retaliation, they gave him his own game. I think it's pretty clear that any sort of ambivalence people have towards Tingle is very much in the West rather than like Japan and the East. Okay, so we all hate him, but Japan are like, what's wrong with this? He's a fun guy. I don't hate Tingle. I appreciate him as a kind of freak. Um, he, I think he's a funny lad. He's hilarious. The uh, Die Tingle Die campaign page, which you can find, does feature a gif of Tingle being shot in the head with a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. That's quite funny. It's uh, it's a hell of a thing. It's very of its time. Very 2004. <laughs> That old school webpage design vibe. It, it is a bit. But uh, the two truths and a lie are tingle based, and thus they begin so. Thus they begin. Number one Tingle is not a person. Tingle is a state of being or curse that can affect anybody. You are transformed into oh, no. Tingle. Oh no. What a horrible night to have a curse. <laughs> Secondly, in many games, Tingle is presented hovering from a balloon. These are inflated by his own farts. <laughs> right, and number three? Tingle is one of four people who dress the same as him and have the same mannerisms. <laughs> Ankle, Knuckle, and David Jr. <laughs> So we've got we are all tingle. T- tingle tingle tingleness is a curse. Right. So anyone can become tingle. Yeah. If you live die a hero of time or live long enough to see yourself become a tingle. <laughs> oh god. Uh, <laughs> or you can be uh, or, or fart balloons. Yep, his balloons that he hovers from in the games are inflated by his own farts. Or tingle is a group of Ting- three guys. Yeah. There's Tingle, Ankle, David Knuckle, Jr. and David Jr. Right. So, how do we know about the four guys? The f- four guys? Three guys? So, well, Tingle is one of four. Right. And do we ever meet the others? Yes, they're all in Wind Waker. And they all dress as Tingle? Yeah, but with colour swaps. Oh, okay. So, uh, they're what's white. What's their vibe? I think they're white, red, and blue. They all act exactly the same as him. Um, right. He's, Tingle has a younger brother, Ankle, an older brother, Knuckle. And then there's just a friend called David Jr. who dresses the same. <laughs> so he's as not related. Them. Yeah. Why? Why are ankle and knuckle body parts? And ting- is tingle a body part? I don't know. It might be a translation thing that doesn't scan. I'm not sure what the what, is David Jr. A translation. Thing I, that I think that scan? is just the joke that the rest of them have weird names. And... <laughs> right. And so they're just finding they find them around and they are basically just all the same. Th- as- three of them are on Tingle Island. Uh, Knuckle is on Outset Island. I know Outset. That's where you start, right? Yes. And Tingle Island is a horrid, disgusting place where no one should ever go. Yeah. Again, again, like Majora's Mask, it's where you buy maps. I I don't think I would ever go to Tingle. Island, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Um, right. And so t- Tingleism being a disease. How did this disease spread? We already met Tingle's dad, right? Well, yes. This comes from... Is it hereditary? As, <laughs> as mentioned, freshly picked Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land. And is considered <laughs> ambiguously canon content. Right. Unconfirmed. <laughs> so, in that game, uh, there is a character called Uncle Rupee, who turns people right. into Tingles. And yeah. Tingles look like, you know, versions of the character, yeah. And they essentially need rupees constantly to survive. Oh dear. Okay, so for our listeners who don't know what Tingle looks like, can you give can you give us a quick description of the guy? Um 
Imagine someone you would never want to meet stuffed into a green latex bodysuit with red underwear stretched over it. <laughs> yeah, like he's it, got that. It's real just too vibes. tight to his body. Like you, mm. you imagine that in real life it would like squeak horribly as he moved. Oh, it's horribly unpleasant, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so you can be afflicted with tingle disease, and it's a curse given by Uncle Rupee. And Uncle Rupee, and you have to obtain rupees continuously, or you literally die. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Money becomes your life. So if you run out of rupees, you will die. Yeah. Oh wow. That's kind of gnarly, to be fair. Like as a concept for a for a like if they based a whole game around that, I don't actually know what Tingle's Rupee Land was about. But if they if they did that whole okay, right. I like that a lot. Um I'm gonna guess though. Oh, well, I don't even heard the third one. Oh wait, what, what what was the third one again? Tingle's balloons are lit by his own farts. Oh god. Oh yeah. I guess I voluntarily forgot that no, one. No, that's fair. I, I I just believe it, to be honest. <laughs> like, I guess I didn't need to know more you information. Don't, you don't really have just... to question it if you don't want to. <laughs> no, no. Tell me what? How does he? How does he store up so much gas then? So, so this is an implied. This is one of a series of like implied jokes that sort of go throughout the series. There, and right. do you remember in Link Between Worlds? There's the giant Zora Queen who wants you to bring her a stone. Because she's like bloated and yes. and stuck in oh, her. Oh yes, yes, yes. So that is apparently a joke where stones like that are used to fix constipation in certain oh, medical practices. Okay. So by giving so her the stone, she's she, doing a big poo. She slims down and can escape. This is in the same. By doing a big poo. Yes, but right. they don't say it directly. But no. you know that's the implied but thing. If you know what the stone is, then you know what the stone is. This is the same spirit of that. Where in Spirit Tracks, uh, Tingle is a side quest where he has an uninflated balloon and wants to fly over uh, a forest to look for fairies. <laughs> he asks you to bring him a series of healthy beans found in Ooh. chests around the map. Bringing him five beans, beans do. allows him to make my famous bean stew, which lets anybody inflate anything quickly. Uh, that's yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know what? You're convincing me more and more. If you've made this up, I'm very impressed. <laughs> so if you bring him all, you don't see it happen. He cooks the beans, eats it, and then walks into his house and comes back out with the inflated balloon. Yeah, he farted in that balloon, didn't he? Yeah, that is the implication. Or big burps, maybe? I don't, I don't think beans are known for doing that, though, are they? No, they're not. That's the thing. Beans are specifically known for that one thing. Um, right, so yes, I do believe that one. <laughs> <laughs> You've just convinced me further. Um, my guess for the lie is that tingleism is not a curse or disease. It is, in fact, a group of four friends with the same outfit. So you don't believe that Ankle, Knuckle and David Jr. are real? <laughs> no, no, no. I think they are real. Oh, okay. I think that I think that the curse is not real. Okay, you do not believe in the Tingle curse. Final answer, the Tingle curse is not real. Well, the Tingle curse is real, or at least real as ambiguously canon content from uh, Rupee Land. Because Tingle does not fill his balloons with farts, I'm afraid. (laughs) That that I made up. Oh, I'm very impressed. You've absolutely destroyed me with that one. How? What? Okay. But Tingleism is potentially a curse, and he has... Ankle Knuckle and David Jr. hanging out with him <laughs> in Wind <Jr>. Waker. <laughs> okay, okay, I guess I just thought one of them must be the lie because you know, they can't both be true. But maybe they all just have the disease. Or 
it's just different different worlds, different games. Cool, blimey, well done. God, Tingle actually appears in a few games in very minor ways. His likeness appears on a wanted poster in Phantom Hourglass. Ah, uh, too bloody right. And, As it should. And in Skyward Sword, Zelda has a Tingle plush doll on her desk. Oh dear. Oh no, that's very suspect. I, I really want to know the context of that. Like, what? Is he like a celebrity? I don't know. You never see anything of him besides the plushie. <laughs> oh no. All right. Well, that's very suspicious of the goddess, the goddess Hylia. <laughs> the goddess Hylia is a fan of Tingle. Spread it around. Yeah, exactly. She came down to Earth and like made one wish, destroy demise. Wish two, I want a date with Tingle. Oh God. I see him floating <laughs> over in a balloon. In a balloon, in a big farty balloon. That is not actually what happens. I'm, de- I'm gutted that that's not real. Oh Jesus! It's Tingle is a hell of a character. Um, what a even guy. if the editors of IGN don't believe so. No, I disagree with them. I th- I'm glad he exists. He represents a certain person that we all we all know and we all know and love. I wonder who that person is for us. Actually, I think I know who it is. But you know, anyway, don't, don't worry. <laughs> don't hold you accountable for it. Thank you for listening. I'll, I'll, I'll beep out his name. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And you can, yeah, give us a follow on the internet on uh, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Instagram, at 10 Plus Bycast. I'm at James MacLaw and Joel is at... Well, excuse me, princess. And, yeah, uh, next next week... Uh, you picked... This is the are... third time in a row where you've picked something to make me suffer. Oh, I can't wait. Why do you keep doing this? We're doing the Annoying Orange next week. Some of you may know from the earlier days of the internet where he went like, Hey Apple! Hey Apple! Knife! And he was just like Annoying Orange. Um, (sighs) I'm I'm excited. Uh, He's got a big wiki. Lots of lore. That show went on for way longer than it needed to. um, You mean any amount of time whatsoever? (laughs) Yeah, but even, even after any amount of time whatsoever it, it continued uh. so yes uh i'm excited joel's excited i hope you're excited am i okay. we'll see you next time see you then <laughs> see you then